0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York.
1: Isn't this lovely? Mm. No better way, no better way to start a weekend than with a Friday. That's, I've always oh, said yeah. that. Uh-huh. Mm. And there's nothing better on a Friday than a Friday audience. These people right here. That's all I. That's all I want for Christmas. Yeah,
2: that's all I want. All for I Friday want audience. for
1: Christmas is these people. Welcome to the Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, a very merry, a very mm-hmm. merry Friday to you all. We're just a few weeks away from Christmas for those who celebrate. It's also a few weeks away for those who don't. That's how calendars work. It's not personal. (laughs) I celebrate because I'm a Catholic. And this week, the Vatican surprised us with a little leniency when Pope Francis just said extramarital sex sins aren't that serious. That's my freaky Frankie. (laughs) I want to point out he has clearly never been married. <laughs> I also want to point out that that news does not affect me in any way. I'm happily married to my wife Evie. I haven't once <laughs> I have not once coveted my neighbor's wife, though I would not kick his riding lawnmower out of bed for mulch and crackers. <laughs> now, explaining his surprising tolerance, the Pope said sins of the flesh were certainly sins. BUT NOT AS GREAT AS SINS SUCH AS PRIDE. SO IF YOU ARE PROUD OF YOURSELF FOR NOT HAVING AN AFFAIR, (laughs) GOD WOULD RATHER YOU JUST BANG ANYTHING THAT MOVES. (laughs) BECAUSE THAT'S... MAYBE I'M MISREADING THAT? AM I MISREADING THAT? THE COMMENTS ARE IN RESPONSE TO A FRENCH ARCHBISHOP WHO RECENTLY QUIT BECAUSE OF A RELATIONSHIP HE HAD WITH A WOMAN, EVEN THOUGH HE CLAIMED IT WAS NOT INAPPROPRIATE. POPE FRANCIS EXPLAINED IT THIS WAY, IT WAS A FAILING AGAINST THE SIXTH COMMANDMENT, BUT NOT A TOTAL ONE. One of small caresses, massage given to a secretary. Your Holiness, HR would like a word. <laughs> Can't massage the secretaries. Can't massage the secretaries. You can hear the rest of the story in the Pope's new erotic encyclical, Fifty Shades of Prey. The <laughs> got a little. I got a little time. Still Country Countries slowly getting back to travel. AND THERE'S STILL SOME HICCUPS IN OUR AIRPORTS. LIKE IN THIS VIDEO THAT WENT VIRAL THIS WEEK FROM THE DALLAS-FORT WORTH AIRPORT. Wee! <laughs> LOOK AT THE LITTLE SUITCASE GO! IT DOESN'T WANT TO GET ON A SPIRIT AIRLINES FLIGHT EITHER. THAT IS SO ADORABLE. THIS IS THE PIXAR MOVIE WE DIDN'T KNOW WE NEEDED. IF YOU CAN GET PAST THE TRAGIC BACKSTORY ABOUT THE LUGGAGE'S WIFE. Now. EVENTUALLY, THIS PIECE OF LUGGAGE WAS STOPPED WHEN THE GROUNDS CREW PULLED IT OVER TO RETRIEVE IT, AT WHICH POINT THEY CHARGED THE BAG A $30 FEE TO CHECK ITSELF. (laughs) SPEAKING OF TRAVEL, uh, ONE THING WE KNOW ABOUT BILLIONAIRES IS THEY LOVE TO JET OFF INTO SPACE, AND THERE'S A NEW ONE JOINING THE CLUB, AND I'LL TELL YOU ALL ABOUT HIM IN MY SEGMENT, SPACE NEWS! MORE BILLIONAIRES EDITION! You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. <laughs> the latest a wealthy gent to take to the heavens is Japanese retail mogul and man about to get jumped by a sheep. <laughs> ya yeah, Yusaku Mezawa. Yesterday, Mezawa's spacecraft left for the International Space Station, where he will spend 12 days in orbit with his assistant. Wow. I HOPE THAT ASSISTANT IS GETTING OVERTIME. <laughs> OH, THIS IS HAZELNUT. I ASKED FOR mocha. WOULD YOU MIND POPPING BACK TO EARTH? THANKS SO MUCH. <laughs> Mezawa IS GOING TO BE BUSY AMONGST THE STARS, BECAUSE HE WILL USE PART OF THE TIME TO PERFORM TASKS FROM A LIST OF A HUNDRED CHALLENGES HE CROWDSOURCED ON THE INTERNET. WHAT AN INSPIRING USE OF MANKIND'S CONQUEST OF SPACE. It REMINDS ME OF THE WORDS OF JOHN F. KENNEDY. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but for the likes. If this video hits a million views, I'll pierce my nipples on Instagram Live. So, it's true. He did it. It's true. People forget. People forget. So, what kind of internet-friendly goofs and japes are on Mezawa's to-do list? Playing air table tennis putting together a jigsaw puzzle, and drinking urine water. Okay, so a couple of normal rainy day activities and table tennis. But don't worry, Meizawa's trip will not interfere with the important work of astronauts during the day, because he also plans to prank someone who is asleep. Oh, come on. You know he's going to put a sleeping astronaut's hand in warm water to see if it makes them pee. And then he's going to drink it. We've all. I WAS SHOCKED BY THAT, TOO. WE'VE ALSO GOT SOME NEWS ABOUT EARTH'S NUMBER ONE CAUSE OF WEREWOLVES, THE MOON. I'LL TELL YOU ALL ABOUT IT IN TONIGHT'S INSTALLMENT OF MOON NEWS. <laughs> NOW, YOU MIGHT ASK, you might, be, you, might ask hey, YOU MIGHT SAY, STEVE, THE MOON IS IN SPACE, WHY ISN'T THIS STORY IN SPACE NEWS? FIRST OF ALL, EVERYTHING IS IN SPACE. SECONDLY, BECAUSE WE ALREADY MADE BOTH SETS OF GRAPHICS, OKAY? It's doing both graphics is one of Stephen Colbert's patented clock gobblers.
3: (laughs) We also made this graphic.
1: Now, where was I? Hmm. Oh, yes, the moon. This week, we learned that Chinese rover has discovered what they're calling a mystery hut on the far side of the moon, though it may be a combination mystery hut taco belt. The rover captured a photo, so let's take a look at the thrilling space revelation. This! Okay, not the highest resolution. Evidently, the camera installed on the Chinese rover is a duct taped baby monitor. It's especially bad resolution considering the hut of mystery was only about 80 meters away from the rover. There's no atmosphere. Why is it so blurry? I TOOK A PIC WITH MY PHONE A FEW NIGHTS AGO, AND I WAS ABLE TO SEE THE MOON JUST FINE. (laughs) WAIT, WAIT A MINUTE, JIMMY, IS THAT THE MOON? THAT'S NO MOON. THANK YOU, OBI-WAN. SO, (laughs) WHAT IS THIS MYSTERY HUT ON OUR MOON? IS IT AN ALIEN POWER SOURCE, A SECRET RUSSIANS WEAPONS BASE? Well, BRACE YOURSELVES, BECAUSE SCIENTISTS THINK IT'S PROBABLY A LARGE BOULDER. (laughs) BOO! BOO, SCIENCE! I SAY BOO, SIR! WHY DO YOU HAVE TO RUIN OUR FUN? SCIENCE IS ALWAYS SAYING THINGS LIKE, OH, THE MOON HUNT IS JUST A ROCK, OR I DON'T CARE HOW MANY CARDBOARD WINGS YOU TAPE TO YOUR BROTHER, HE WON'T FLY WHEN YOU PUSH HIM OFF THE GARAGE. Uh, uh. HE'LL FLY FOR A LITTLE WHILE. BACK HERE ON TERRA PRIME, WE'RE COMING UP ON THE FIRST ANNIVERSARY OF THE JANUARY 6th INSURRECTION, AND I'LL TELL YOU ABOUT THE MOST RECENT INCARCERATED INSURRECTIONIST IN TONIGHT'S EDITION OF Seditionist ROUNDUP ROUNDUP.
3: Stop your stallion and put these Apple
1: losers in jail. Tonight's democracy. <laughs> Tonight's democracy derailing dingus is Florida man Felipe Marquez. Marquez hoped the FBI would go easy on him after the January 6th attack on the Capitol when they told them he was in the bathroom pooping when the violence <laughs> occurred. Now, I'm no legal expert. I know you can plead the fifth. I'm pretty sure you can't plead the deuce. we got a great show for you tonight. After the break, First Drafts
0: Holiday Cards with Evie. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: back to The Late Show. Folks, as you know, it is the most wonderful time of the year. The time of the year when parents all over the nation have to say, Hey Siri, what the hell are LOL dolls and how are they sold out if I just learned of their existence? (laughs) Some people love to send holiday cards. But even the best Christmas cards don't nail it on the first try, so tonight we'll take a look at some of the early attempts in our segment First tracks.
2: No, stupid!
1: Um. As always, I need a little help. And as always, I have the best possible Santa's helper, my wife, Evie. Evie, my darling. Hi. You look fantastic. You look lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. This is so
3: nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me like I had lipstick on my
1: mouth. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, Evie, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, my darling. Merry Christmas. Okay, I have got some eggnog here. I don't,
0: I don't like that. You
1: don't do dairy. I know, so I got you Mountain Dew Code Red. There you go. But I've got a little brandy. A little brandy for both of them. There you go. Is this
0: really Mountain Dew?
1: It really is Mountain Dew code red. There's no, you don't do dairy. I didn't know what else to get you. It's red for the Christmas season. It's great. It's great. Exactly. It's the same color of Santa. Okay.
0: Okay, great.
1: Mm -hmm. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Oh, that looks gross.
1: Oh, it's. (laughs) I don't care how it looks, it tastes like cheer. Now you remember how this works, of course.
0: I do. Yeah.
1: All right. You're an old uh, veteran. Old pro. Yeah. Of this. So
0: we've come a long way since last Christmas when we did this. In the in oh, we the, did in the, the little tiny room, room.
1: Yeah. This is much more fun. Much okay. more fun. So you've got the cards right there, and to remind everybody here, in first drafts, uh, you're going to hand me a card, and that card will be the Christmas card that's sold in stores, and then you will give me the next card, which was the not so good, not good enough to be sold, first draft. Got Has the premise been established? Yes, I Thank got. Thank you it. very much. Okay, may I have the first card, please? Here's one that says, "Christmas is for spending time with the people you love." Tidings of joy to one of my favorites. That's All lovely. Right.
0: That's very sweet. Lovely. Yeah.
1: But the first draft said, "Christmas is for spending time with the people you love." So let's just catch up in January. <laughs> <laughs> it's honest. It's honest. Now, we, I haven't asked for it yet. I Don't think I'm going to hear. Now, uh, we set up our Christmas tree. We did. This weekend. Yep. And we, uh, we toyed with the idea of not briefly. I know. Because we're empty nesters now. Yeah.
0: And there was, there was no one home to
1: There was no one to deal it. with this, but we imported but, my sister. But
0: Mary and Mike My did.
1: sister and I came in like that, yeah. And we got each other very ill. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is the gift of the magi, I think. <laughs> <laughs> is, Are you
0: better? You feel better, right? I feel
1: so much better that people didn't even know I was sick, but thank you. Very sick. Yes. How, want to give me any descriptions of how sick I was? There were tears. There were there tears. There were tears. <laughs> there were actual tears and praying for death. <laughs> pretty bad. You were
0: kind of sweet. You were like a little boy. You were like, oh, will I ever feel better?
1: <laughs> I believe at one point I said, please don't leave the room, but also do not talk to me. <laughs> Or touch me. Yeah. You just needed to be present. That's, I needed to know that I hadn't fallen off the That's you in a nutshell
0: earth. when you're not that's feeling well. That's exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll probably cut this Don't entire do, story don't do out. anything. None of this will make it to air. <laughs> May I have the next one, please? Yes. There you go. This one says, Feliz Navidad, wishing you a fantastico holiday. <laughs> very nice. Very, 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 very nice. But the first draft said, Feliz Navidad is, as far as I got on Duolingo, mucho sorry. <laughs> Now, what would you like for Christmas? What would you like for Christmas? Because I've not finished shopping for you, and could you give me a hint of what you would like for Christmas? Do you have any idea what you would like for Christmas?
0: Uh, no. Okay. Just family together. Wonderful, you know, everybody around the table for dinner. It'd be fun. I know. Just, right? I mean, isn't that all you want? I would like a to car. be together. Oh. <laughs> Again, little boy, little boy.
1: Exactly, exactly. Or a Hess truck. One of those Hess trucks would be fun. Those are cool. Do they still well, make miss... those? They do. This year, it's got a jet in it. <laughs> oh, right? This year, it's got the thing, and it turns have, out it's got a jet. We have, like,
0: 10 to 15 years in a row.
1: In well, the... we don't have this year's. No,
0: we don't. It's got no, a jet don't. in it.
1: Oh, God. I'll never get over wanting a Hess truck. <clears throat> Here's a card that says, The greatest gifts of all are those that money can't buy. Friendship, peace, and love. Merry Christmas. That's very sweet. That's true. And true. it is. It's it's very very true. true. But the first draft said, the greatest gifts of all are those that money can't buy, which is pretty much anything thanks to ongoing supply chain issues, <laughs> I would dropkick Rudolph for a PS5. Here's <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
1: laughs> a nice one. All I want for Christmas is you. Aww. Mm-hmm. But the first draft said, all I want for Christmas is you unless your brother's divorce is finalized, then I'm going to weigh my options. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's, that's not very nice. That's
0: creepy. That's, that's
1: why it was the first draft. That's why they didn't sell that one.
0: Don't like that one. That's
1: the premise of the entire thing. Can I have the next one, please? How
0: do you like my sparkles?
1: I love the sparkles. The funny thing is that it's super sparkly. Direct on, it's a little bit not sparkly. Oh, it doesn't I sparkle. It. It doesn't I it. Doesn't sparkle as do? much from the angle, but straight on, it's a blinder. Yeah. It's very nice. <laughs> It's really nice. You're a blindingly beautiful, my Oh, wife. very sweet. Oh, That's very nice. Very How nice. do you like my tie? <laughs> I like your tie. <laughs> you do? It is. Yes. First night I've worn it.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. They they liked my tie. <laughs> it's just a tie. Okay. Here's another, here's another classic. Merry Christmas. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But the first draft said, Merry Christmas. I SAW MAMA ASSURING SANTA CLAUS THAT IT HAPPENS TO ALL GUYS AND IT'S NOTHING TO BE ASHAMED OF. I DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT ONE. I DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT ONE. I DON'T UNDERSTAND. I HAVE I, NO REFERENCE. I'M NOT you.
0: SAYING A WORD. NO, YOU'RE NOT.
1: NO, YOU'RE NOT. NO, YOU'RE NOT. NO, YOU'RE NOT.
0: Mm-hmm. I'M have HAVE A LITTLE MORE OF THIS. HAVE A LITTLE have EXACTLY. A little THERE YOU GO. A LITTLE BIT
1: OF THAT. MM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. VERY NICE. VERY NICE. OKAY. Um, and uh, our this final... This is the last one. This is our, this is our last one. That means I have card. to leave. You don't <laughs> even stay. You just can't be on TV. <laughs> so other people are coming out. Other
0: I think we should go to, out. like, a party, because I got what? dressed up.
1: I'll go to a party. Let's hit the clubs, yeah. girl. Let's hit the foam pit. You and me and the David Allen Greer, the, the right? Foam pit? What? The foam pit? The foam no. pit? The foam pit? No. no. COME ON, THE FOAM PIT, YOU KNOW WHAT THE FOAM PIT IS. YEAH,
0: BUT NOT AFTER COVID, YOU CAN'T DO THOSE KIND OF THINGS. NO, THE
1: FOAM IS ANTIBACTERIAL. (laughs) YOU HAVE TO STAY IN THE FOAM PIT FOR TWO HAPPY BIRTHDAYS. OH, GOD. THIS ONE IS SWEET. NO, THAT'S ALL RIGHT, YOU'RE VERY KIND. (laughs) THIS ONE IS SWEET. IT SAYS, OUR FAMILY MAKES THIS GINGERBREAD HOUSE A GINGERBREAD HOME. I LOVE OUR GREAT BIG GINGERBREAD BUNCH. Oh, very The sweet. first draft said, Our family makes this gingerbread house a gingerbread home, but maybe it's time we discuss ginger birth control. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my love. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being here. Andy McGee, everybody. Coming up, Sting takes the Colbert Questionnaire. Calling all Ben and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me,
2: Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender, and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender.
0: I don't know if we've ever
2: talked about it, but...
1: Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to
2: super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel.
1: That's a lot of fire,
3: isn't it?
2: That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with with encyclopedic knowledge, or you're brand new to this incredible world. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar: Brave the Elements. Wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is an international rock star and a 17-time Grammy Award winner here to take the Colbert Questionnaire. Please welcome back to the Late Show. Sting! Now then, Sting. Um, you know, we love having you on the show, both as a guest as and as a musical guest. It's been my privilege and my honor to speak to you many times over the years. But even with all the hard-hitting questions I throw at my guests, I sometimes don't get to know them as well, well as I would like. You okay. know, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a brief moment. Two ships in the night normally, this okay. sort of thing. And so, what the Late Show Labs has come up with is a series of fifteen questions, through which I plumb the depths of a guest's soul, and at the end of which they are known. Okay. Are you prepared? Not quite. <laughs> well, brace yourself, because it's time for the Colbert questionnaire. Oh, okay. Do you accept the challenge? I am concentrating right now. Here we go. Yes. WHAT IS THE BEST SANDWICH? CLUB. A <laughs> CLUB. Nice, yeah? WHAT'S THE ONE THING YOU OWN THAT YOU SHOULD REALLY THROW OUT? CAUTION. <laughs> WHAT'S THE SCARIEST ANIMAL? A CAT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CAN YOU BACK THAT UP? CAN YOU BACK THAT UP? Yeah, I, have, I have cats. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> and so are my dogs. Mm. Yeah. Apples or oranges? Apples. English apples. English apples. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm English. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever asked someone for their
0: autograph? I only have one autograph. I have Frank Sinatra's autograph. Wow. <laughs> when did you get that? I got that maybe 25 years ago, and he wrote to the new Blue Eyes. But I have green
3: eyes.
0: (laughs) What
1: do you think happens when we die? Oh, it's only conjecture.
0: But I imagine it's the same as it was before I was here, which makes it incumbent upon us to create heaven on Earth now and not hell.
1: Here's where the questions get a little tougher. Mm-hmm. Favorite action movie: The Magnificent Seven. Mm. Mm. Window or aisle? Window. Why window? <laughs> they say hold on. You so run. you don't mind getting up to bother the person you on the aisle when you have to go to the bathroom? No, I like to look out of the window.
0: I like to watch the ground ben- beneath me, or the clouds, okay. or the stars. All right.
1: Favorite smell. Uh, ESPRESSO IN THE MORNING. LEAST FAVORITE SMELL? FEAR. (laughs) WHAT IS THE MOST USED APP ON YOUR PHONE? THE NEW YORK TIMES. Okay, listen, this is, this, is, this is a little bit of a callback. Cats or dogs? Dogs. <laughs> I'm afraid of cats. <laughs> you only get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? The Sound of Silence. <laughs> the Simon and Garfunkel song? <laughs> or the literal Sound of Silence? The literal sound of silence. Mm-hmm. I like Paul's song, but. Sure. Sting, what number am I thinking of? 18. No. Yes, you are. Nope. <laughs> are you sure? It divides into 18. All right. Six? Nope. <laughs> Describe the rest of your life in five words. More of the same, please. Yeah. Sting, you are known. Congratulations.
3: Up next, David Allen Green. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is a newly minted Tony Award winning actor you know from In Living Color, Jumanji and A Soldier's Play. He now stars in the drama series Joe Pickett. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Sir David Alan Greer. <laughs> Are we doing distancing? No, or? no, no, no! Please, please, please won't you? Okay. Won't you please? Do I Good look to different you. to you? What? Do I look different to you? No, you don't look. look why should I? Should you? well, <sighs> you you have there has been one change since you left. <laughs> there has. You won a Tony Award. <laughs> yes! For
3: I, have. Woo.
1: I knew um, there was a glow. I wasn't sure thank why. You. <laughs> Thank wow. Well, wow. a Thank little pep you. in the step. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eh.
3: You
2: know, yeah. when I'm at the car wash, no, yeah. I'm like, call me Tony, you know. Third, third nomination, right? Fourth. Fourth. Fourth nomination. Wow.
1: <laughs> we have We actually have a little clip. We have part of your we have part of your speech right here, Jim.
2: Kenny Leon. Kenny Leon. Kenny I DON'T KNOW IF I WAS THE FIRST CALL OR THE LAST CALL, BROTHER, BUT I'M JUST GLAD YOU CALLED, BABY. (laughs) THANK YOU, GUYS. AND TO THE OTHER NOMINEES, TOUGH BANANAS, I WON. OH! (laughs) (laughs) I LOVE HONESTY. I LOVE HONESTY. I LOVE HONESTY. YOU KNOW, uh, IN THAT MOMENT, I WAS DOWN THE ROAD, AND SINCERITY WAS ON ONE SIDE. And douchebaggery was on the other. <laughs> and I just grabbed the wheel and went left. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 it really was moving in slow motion. And I, I thought, should I be, should I say this thing or do this other thing that I really want to do? <laughs> so I just, it was all from my heart.
1: Now, you have emotional reactions to things, both positive and negative. There was a post you put on Instagram, some video you put on Instagram, because you're all Michigan. recently beat the Ohio State University football team.
2: It was...
1: And we have some footage. Wait, you don't have to tell us. You don't have to say. You have to explain this, but you don't have to tell us. Okay. Jim. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> when THE LAST TIME WAS I FELT THAT GOOD, WHEN IS THE LAST TIME YOU FELT THAT GOOD? UH, WELL, YOU KNOW, I, I ATTENDED MICHIGAN IN THE 70s, mm-hmm. AND THAT WAS WHEN WE WERE DOMINANT. BUT WE HAVE NOT BEATEN OHIO STATE, I THINK, IN LIKE OVER EIGHT YEARS. AND WHEN PEOPLE DON'T UNDERSTAND, UNIVERSITY OF MICHIGAN AND OHIO STATE, THEY ARE OUR ARCH-RIVALS! ARCH-RIVALS! SO, LIKE, IN A, IN A FOOTBALL SEASON, WE COULD LOSE EVERY SINGLE GAME, BUT IF YOU BEAT OHIO STATE, THAT'S A SUCCESSFUL SEASON. (laughs) SO, SO, A LOT OF PEOPLE THOUGHT WE WEREN'T EVEN GOING TO SCORE. AND WHEN IT FINALLY WON, IT WAS JUST LIKE, THIS IS, I MEAN, I GOT A TONY, AND MICHIGAN WON!
3: Ah!" IT WAS SO!
1: WE HAVE TO TAKE A QUICK BREAK, BUT WE'LL BE RIGHT BACK WITH MORE
3: DAVID ALLEN GREER, EVERYBODY. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey,
1: everybody. We're back with David Allen Greer. David, uh, where do you have the Tony? Where do you keep
2: it? Well, right now, it's in, it's in the Tony box. <laughs> and it's up above my fireplace because I have dogs very large sure, sure. dogs and uncouth. When... Well, everything's a play toy. But what happened is like, so I went back and you know, when I was giving the speech and you see people looking at the award like, oh, you know, my new friend, I was looking for my name. There's no name on it. And I was like, okay, well, and as soon as you go backstage, they take the award from you mm-hmm. and that's not your award. We're gonna uh, inscribe it and send it to you. So like a month later, they sent a, a box that had no markings, it, you know, because of the Tony thieves. They, they, they don't say Oh, New York. You're right. Bands don't, of Tony say thieves. Tony. It was they a box. the streets. Sure, sure. It was a box, and I thought it was like an unwise eBay purchase, you know what I mean? Like, so I just threw it in my car. It was there for a few days. Then I threw it in the laundry room. My dog chewed part of the box. I kicked it out the way, the maid. So when I finally opened it, it was broken. It was this, sp- the spinner was gone. And I am a with that bitch. I was like, well, you're not going back. So I was like, I shoved that thing in there and I fixed the spinner. Oh. And now it's all good. That's good. Absolutely. I just want to ask you. That a roller coaster
1: you, of emotion It now. was. It really was. You, you know, I know. You want to ask me? Ask me yeah?
2: Well, I know, uh, uh, Steve, it's probably difficult, you know, for you mm-hmm. sitting next to. A Tony winner like myself. Yes. Have you have you ever? It's a ridiculous question. But have you ever won a Tony?
1: I've no. I've never. I've <laughs> never won a Tony. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't have. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I, mean... ha, I don't have room with my eleven Emmys. Have you ever won an Emmy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, the Emmys aren't important as my two Grammys. But I was wondering whether if you've won any Peabody's, because I have five of those. And I'm just wondering if Well, wow,
2: any... that's great. I mean, you know, congratulations. Thanks very much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Tony Award is the most difficult award. No, I'm, I'm not. Are you going to edit that out? What? I was going to say, excuse me. The, the Tony Award is the most difficult award to win. And statistically, there's, like, the Emmys, the easiest, and then the Peabody's are really... So. Okay. I mean, but, good, you know, good luck. Thanks, good very, luck, much. You know, Thanks whatever, very much. whatever. Thanks very know. much.
1: I want to talk to you about something that you've, uh, you've supported for a long time that a lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. That is the public wearing of uh, overalls. Listen. I did not know that you were in the lifestyle. What is it about overalls that, you know you love what's what is it about that appeals to you
2: duh it's an adult onesie look at it it's like baby clothes for old people but um do these jeans go all the way up and strap over your
3: I didn't didn't actually I told
2: told the segment producer I was like you know I got overalls here he's like that's okay that's okay just leave them there we just want you Um, When did this start? When I was in college, man. You know, that was the 70s. So I was, you know, young, hipster, hippie, you know, black hippie dude. Everybody's wearing overalls and painter pants, you know. So I got older, and I just rediscovered them, you know, Mm -hmm. and I started wearing them, but it's a whole different vibe now.
1: With mm-hmm. the beard and... They're the slipper of the entire body.
2: Well, I mean, I look more like an extra from To Kill a Mockingbird. I really, at this point, mm-hmm. it's a little different aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. was, I was... But... <laughs> about two years ago, I, it was a hallo- hallo- Halloween, mm-hmm. and I was with my young daughter, and she was in her outfit she was like a uh uh, um a japanese anime character Mm -hmm. so we went to this tea shop and the young blonde hipster goes oh i love you guys uh costumes are you a farmer and i was like no i'm not you know i'm not a farmer it's not a costume this is what i wear so uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been painful, but I'm gonna stay my ground. And also what you mistaken to say, Stephen, is the reason why that picture was published is because I am a fashion god. And- Well, I know you're a fashion icon. Is... Tell them why. It's not just me. GQ Magazine said I'm a fashion god! <laughs> Tell them! Tell them!
1: GQ magazine said he's a fashion god. It's true. Our fact checkers actually checked on that.
2: I'm not making this up. They think, oh, it's all funny. No, it's not. I'm a fashion god. No,
1: I want to make you assured, not all of it is funny. Okay. Now, (laughs) tell me about Joe Pickett. It's a drama. We're getting some drama
2: from Sir David Allen, Tony winner. Um, And and, and what is it about, and who do you play? Joe Pickett is about a game warden, and I'm the older, retiring game warden. My name's Vern Dunnigan, and it's in the middle of Wyoming, and it's all about land rights and dirty dealing and shady uh, poachers and murders. Do you murder anyone? I can't tell you. I can't tell you. you But it (laughs) really means you murder someone. No, but it's the best because I play a guy who's a scumbag, and um, you know, you would probably say, "Duh," but you know. (laughs) It was really fun. I mean, it's a totally different role. This, these brothers, the Dowdls are their names. Uh, we had our Zoom meeting, and I'm like, why do you want me to play this dastardly guy? And they talked me into it. We were in Calgary for like six months. Canada. <clears throat> yeah, and they okay. shut down, immediately shut down the country. AS SOON AS YOU GOT THERE? OF COURSE. YEAH, I WAS CALLING HOME, LIKE, YOU KNOW, DADDY'S NOT IN JAIL, HONEY. I'M REALLY... I'LL BE HOME IN TWO WEEKS. Uh, THAT PART SUCKED, BUT THE WORK WAS AMAZING, SO... AND and IT LOOKS REALLY GOOD. IS IT BEAUTIFUL UP THERE? I'VE NEVER BEEN UP THAT HIGH. IT IS, BUT, YOU KNOW, WHEN YOU'RE DEPRESSED AND DRINKING A LOT, (laughs) YOU DON'T LOOK OUT THE WINDOW AS MUCH. It is. It is beautiful. When you're not,
1: when when you're depressed and drinking a lot, how much are you wearing under the overalls?
2: Or is it <laughs> no shoes, no shirt, no <laughs> I substrate? Was, what is I going was, on? <laughs> I was really wearing. Well, because you know it was a pandemic, so. You know, when you do a movie, you you basically wear your clothes just to get to the set. 100%. And then you take them off for the rest of the day. They don't really get soiled. Exactly. And you ride home. So it was just the fashion show for my driver and that walk from the car to the trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I did heavy on the overalls. I think I took four pair. Wow. It was just overrepresented.
1: (laughs) I think I might want some overalls for Christmas at this point.
2: Hold on. I think Santa's gonna surprise you. (laughs) And who would play a good Santa right now? (laughs) Second Tony. (laughs) Second Tony. (laughs) I'll play play the bad Santa. I'll play the bad Santa. But you know what? Yes, David. I I wanted to tell you something, man. Jerry O'Connell was in the play with me. Yeah. And so after the first table read, he said, David, you're gonna win a Tony for this. Literally, day one? Yes. And I said, dude, shut up. (laughs) You're going to ruin it. You know, you can't say that. So literally every day, Jerry would say at some point, you're going to win a Tony for this. And I'd be like, just shut up. So this went on throughout the entire run. So the night uh, of the Tonys, I posted, I said, Jerry O'Connell told me every day I was going to win this award, look at God. Hmm. So he reposted it. And he, he posted my my phone number by mistake. <laughs> now, oh, this mistake. went out. Take. Yeah, this went out. So So my award was the first award of an over three-hour broadcast. So as I sat there, I got hundreds and hundreds of texts and phone calls. So I thought this is going to be the cruelest listen back because they're all going to be trolls. But what happened was it was all love. It, that that people, people called and they said, this one guy called and he said, yo, man, this is Matt from Maine. I was going to call you to talk but I, I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> so it was... It turned out to be the best thing um i was uh, and at the i was at the edge of my bed in my underwear at two in the morning just crying reading these texts because they were all love and it was great it was amazing well, so who doesn't
1: love david
2: Allen? greer man? <laughs> my student <laughs> loan officer
0: <laughs> more with david Allen greer after this
2: Wait, can I ask you one quick kind of question? Sure, in front of them. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. Um, did you watch the Get Back of the Beatles?
1: Oh yeah. I watched it, not to brag, but three weeks ahead of time because I interviewed Peter Jackson for it for like a little half hour special we did on the show. Unbelievable look into the creative process in my opinion.
2: It was like watching scenes from a marriage, really. Uh, about two hours in, I was like, break up. Break up already. Just please but break but, up. But it's also a love story. Like it's uh, a, where it's was the love? love st- IT'S like, look, let's play a song. Oh, you don't. I don't want to play a song. We you just tune your guitar. I don't. You, you play. You, you play your song, but I don't like IT. SO, See, we will. She we too? I don't want to well, um <laughs> Oh my but god. But wait a
1: second. Wait a second. That whole mood lifted. When Billy Preston came in.
2: Yeah, he did. But, yeah. but, but there was one point where Bi- Billy Preston was there. And at first, he did lift the mood. But then they started arguing and stuff. And they would shoot, shoot like a shot of Billy Preston. He was like, you know, when you're black and all your white friends are arguing, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. He was like, right, Billy. You know? Uh, Can you believe was... how much they smoked? First of all, the clothes. I would just like to go to, like, a tailor and say, give me that suit, that suit, and that suit. Mm-hmm. It was so 60s, so, like, the clothes were fly, man. It was mm-hmm. just, it was beautiful. I did like it a little bit, but it was too <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, too long. And you, you can, can tell, Yoko. You, but you can tell We're not filming any of this. <laughs> but wait. You can tell Yoko Ono really did want to sing with the band, too. She was like... Well, she did sing. Like, in between songs, she was doing the thing. Yeah, but you know the other dude was like, yeah, your wife is wild, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was wild, though. Yeah. It was
2: wild. It was beautiful. Just six short hours, too, right? At eight. Eight. Oh my so you did not God. enjoy it as much as I did. No, I did right not. Now. I did not. Plus, Paul McCartney's a bossy pants. <laughs>
3: WE we REHEARSED
2: YOUR SONG 500 TIMES, GET BACK! STOP! (laughs) HE WROTE, LIKE, 75% OF THE ALBUM. WELL, YOU KNOW, HE HAD TO, BUT... I THOUGHT JOHN WAS REALLY NICE. I REALLY THOUGHT, LIKE, THEY WERE GONNA BE, LIKE, YOU KNOW, HATING EACH OTHER. NO,
1: THEY CLEARLY LOVE EACH OTHER. THAT'S WHAT I LOVED ABOUT HER. IT'S A LOVE STORY, AND IT'S KIND OF HEARTBREAKING TO KNOW THAT THIS IS GONNA BE OVER SOON.
2: YEAH... I guess. I mean, I, I do. No, I, I'm being serious now. I, I do wish that there was some way that they could have performed again for audiences. But if they don't want to do it, then, you know, what's, that's why we broke up. You know?
1: I would get back together with you in a minute.
2: Well, I don't see it, you know, because...
1: Uh, Concert in Central no, Park. No, I don't
2: want to go back to all you that, because remember how we were, I, we, you know, we can't, uh-uh, I, I, wanna, uh-uh. I want
1: to, uh I want you to know. know, I want you to know... Mm-hmm. I was wrong. You were right. I apologize, and you can have all the rights to our songs.
2: What? Dang, this is... Okay, cool. Cool, man. Slow down. <laughs> you move too fast.
1: You got to make the morning oh. last just... No? No.
2: <laughs> remember? Wait, remember when George quit, though? When George quit our band? No, when George quit the Beatles, man. Oh, we're out of the improv. Yeah, we yes. are and scene. You can yeah. see my body language. That was are a reluctant, you, are, that was you a reluctant familiar? are
1: you familiar with the term union overtime? No,
2: but I had this
1: monologue.
2: <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm not going. Mm. The best host I've ever known. There's no way that I'll ever, 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 go. Take it out here,
0: everybody! This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Weeknights at 1135,
1: 1035 Central on CBS and Paramount Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more.
0: New CBS Sunday.
2: You collect rewards, right?
0: This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something, he finds it.
2: You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so.
0: So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions, and you never let panic take the wheel Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.